Hello, everybody. This is Elijah at the Elijah Leadership Podcast, a podcast all about ministry and a podcast all about leadership. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of raising the leaders around us. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, raising young leaders um, or raising the leaders around us. Why people don't want to raise up leaders, what happens when people don't raise up leaders, how to intentionally raise up leaders, um, and the benefits that we reap from actually raising up the leaders around us. I was really intrigued to talk about this specifically. Taking a trip down to Argentina um, about a month ago or so, I noticed as the pastor came out and he began to lead people into worship and he um, afterwards uh, greeted everybody then began to preach the sermon, um, he didn't give us some time to speak and afterwards he kind of got up and made a conclusion and he did everything basically from A to Z. And looking around the room, the room was filled with a lot of young people. This was an orphanage um, and all these kids had the opportunity to be out there to play the instruments, to sing, uh, but they didn't. And their pastor, the leader, was standing there and leading the whole show. When I saw this, my heart got saddened because I know that there was such a lack of the growth of the people around. And this is something that I see consistently even in America. Working primarily in the Slavic culture, we see a lot of older people who are holding their post, who are holding their position, who are holding their seat and not in a hurry to let somebody take their place. Recently, we have a a bishop here in um, America who is not doing very well, very old man. Um, I want to say over 70 years old. And unfortunately, there's nobody to take his place. And he's almost on his deathbed. And it's a problem that we consistently see, um, at least I run into. I'm sure there's churches, organizations, and people who do really good and are raising people behind him and who are going to take their organization, their church, their business, uh, whatever it is that they're building to the next generation and to the future. Now, you see, I think most leaders, they start off well. They build up their organization. They have vision. They have passion. Uh, they see the bigger picture. And as time goes by, they have success. They get really uh, intimidated or have this fear of failure because they've been on such a high successful growth. And what happens is a lot of people, a lot of leaders, they begin to micromanage. They begin to try to control every aspect so that their success will continue. And this is a problem that is noticeable everywhere. There begins to be a shift in the focus. No longer are they looking at the big picture. No longer they're looking where their organization is headed and uh, inspiring, encouraging people. They now try to control and manage every area of their organization. Now, when talking about why people don't want to raise up leaders, I think one of the biggest reasons, and there's plenty, uh, is the fact that they are insecure. They look around and they don't want people to be better. They don't want people to take their place. They don't want people to sit in their seat, um, and sometimes they don't want people to get credit. They want to get all the credit for the work. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. 
Um, and quite honestly, they are uh, very comfortable uh, in the position and the place where they're at. And let's be honest, it takes a lot of hard work to invest, to build, to share experience, to intentionally spend time with people who are working under you. So a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons, choose not to raise up leaders up after them. They can raise up followers. They can raise up people who agree with all that they say. They can surround themselves with people who will never say no. They can surround the people who are not as good as them um, in any area of life uh, just to have that security and to have that power um, over all the people who are following. So then what happens? The organization does that does not or is not raising up leaders that are next to them. You know, most people quit their jobs because of bad managers, because of bad leaders, not because the work was hard or because the pay was low. Most people leave organizations because of the leadership. You see, when a leader or somebody that is growing or has potential find themselves in an organization that studs their growth, that puts a ceiling to them, or that has poor management or leadership, those people continue to move out of the organization because that person is growing and he, he needs a healthy place to grow. Um, when they are being felt like they are being micromanaged, they begin to take the steps and the initiative just to leave, knowing that their creativity is being just tied down. And what happens is that main boss becomes a dictator, a person who says that he knows it all, a person who has all the answers and every question must go through him. A Actually, to a degree, looking at the church, looking at different organizations, the leader then begins to bully uh, that one person that wants to stand out, that one person that actually wants to grow, that one person that challenges the leader, the one person that um, has different ideas or even better ideas. He gets bullied. He doesn't have a chance to grow. And then these people begin to dry out and leave the organization because they're there to grow. They're there to make the organization better. And unfortunately, we see a lot of people, especially in the church, who are young people, who have tremendous potential, who have excitement, who bring energy, who have a lot to share, who have a lot to give. But unfortunately, there's absolutely poor communication. They have no idea what's going on. And their potential is just being pressed down and closed under a jar. You see, when you don't raise up leaders, people who are going to be better, who are going to go further, who are going to do more, you're killing the organization that you're part of. You're studying the growth of the organization where uh, that you are leading. And so I encourage you today, if you have people around you, that you be intentional to invest into them, to grow them, to allow them to be on the, uh, to allow them the ceiling to be raised up higher for them to reach further, for them to uh, even go further and a lot further than we could. Um, you know, I remember one time I was 
out in Yakima, Washington, and I went with my family, with my parents. I was a little kid, and we were out picking cherries. And the person who was climbing the trees was me. I was the person climbing the trees, not my mother. She would tell me, go in this place, go in that place, get this um, cherry, you know, get this apple, and so forth and so forth. Because there's a place, there came a moment where my mom and my parents were not able to do that which what I was to do. And they said, you go climb. We can guide you through it. See, a time will come where the people underneath us will be able to do the things that we ourselves will never be able to accomplish, especially if they're younger, especially if they're the people who are supposed to push the organization further. At the end of the day, we begin to suffocate. We begin to dry out and push out the actual leaders out of our organizations because those people continue to grow. Those people will continue to develop themselves and they will leave your organization. Now, when talking about how to intentionally raise people, how to be intentional about uh, raising the team that's around you, the people who are underneath you, this takes a lot of work. And this is not just a one-time thing. I am a true believer that these uh, leadership seminars and team training or leadership team training and so forth are not very practical. As a matter of fact, I believe they're not very helpful even. You retain some knowledge you you know apply one or two things for the next couple of days, and by the time three weeks goes by, a month and a half goes by, you look back and you don't remember what the person was talking about, what was going on. See, I believe when we're talking about raising leadership, when we're talking about investing to people, this has to be an ongoing mission. This has to be an ongoing time that we're investing and we're giving and we're doing. It's not just a one-time thing. So when we're talking about being intentional, I think we're talking about doing things every day with a mindset, showing people, teaching people, sharing with people of what's going on around us. We have to understand that we're not going to be around here forever. I mean, look at the fact that you of your kids. If you have kids, why in the world you know, would you want your kids to be worse than you? You wouldn't. You want them to be better. You want them. You want to be the the ground on which they stand on, so they can go further and higher. Your ceiling is going to be their ground, where they reach further, where they step further, where they go further. And so, when you look back, you want your kids to be happier. You want your kids to grow. So, why would you not want your organization to grow? The people underneath you—they're kind of like your kids. They're kind of like people who are going to go further. And take uh, organization to the next level. Of course, if you have the right people. Um, and in the uh, church world, we call this discipleship, right? Somebody that's underneath you, whom you're investing into, whom you're raising. Um, and we know a uh, character in the Bible, Jesus Christ, who had 12 disciples, whom he invested everything into. And when he was leaving, he didn't have 12,000 people. He just had the 12 disciples. Again, coming back to this is that it's difficult and takes a lot of intentionality. It takes a lot of nerve. 
It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of wisdom to be able to actually invest. Now, a few practical things that we can get our hands on. I think uh, one of the most obvious is delegation. You don't really allow people to take responsibility if you're not delegating the tasks uh, which you have and can grow other people. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, if you feel like you have to do everything or you feel like if you don't do it, then it's not done properly, then you're in big trouble because you only have 24 hours in a day just like everybody else. And you won't have the ability to do everything unless you don't want your organization to grow. So my rule of thumb that I try to live by is do the things that only you can do. Me being the leader of the organization that I have today, um, I try to do the things that only I can do. If there's questions that nobody else can answer, then I will do them. But if there's something that other people can do that I'm doing, I will allow people to grow, to understand, and to try so that they're not just wasting their time. Now, of course, before you're able to delegate, you must build trust understanding that the task that you're giving to people and the person whom you're entrusting, that you're also empowering them to fulfill the task which you give to them. That it's not just, hey, do this, and then you micromanage everything. But you're cultivating trust. And it's not always easy. And people are most likely going to fail, especially the first few times. Because they've never done it before. Maybe it's a lot of stress. Maybe they're not necessarily trained or qualified just yet. And it takes a growing curve, a process that we need to just understand, but understand that we're developing the leaders around us. I remember one time being on a mission uh, trip out to Mexico, and I had a leader who was um, head of the kids program. And she was so nervous every time the students would go out and do this uh event with the students in Mexico and she saw that one of her uh, students or main characters would freeze up every now and then and so every time that person would freeze up she would jump in and and save the day and she did that you know event after event and after event and then at the end of the day I realized as we're driving back that this student that froze up she never got a chance to break out to break free and to actually receive uh, you know, that growing change where she's able to speak. Going on a different missionary trip just a few months later, um, having a different leader who was in charge of kids, I saw that this person worked a little bit different. And this person allowed that person who froze up to kind of stay there for a little bit and get herself out of this awkward situation. And then later, as two, three days go by, I saw this person who used to freeze up now be more comfortable, now grow, now change. You see, sometimes it's a lot easier to jump in, to do ourselves, to make our comments. Um, but the reality is that we're not raising people. We need to create space for the people around us to grow. We need to show them. We need to teach them. And to share with them the experiences that we go through. See, this is being intentional. Intentional maybe with your kids. Intentional with the people around you. That you sit down. That you tell them. And a lot of times it's easier just to go about our day. 
It takes longer to explain. It takes longer to teach. But if we're raising people around us, we have to take the long route. We have to take the route to teach people to grow them, to show them how they can solve their own problems, how they can solve the issue that's in front of them. And a lot of this takes patience, takes time, takes energy, can take health. Uh, but they need this especially if we're trying to grow the leaders around us. Giving honest feedback to the people is very beneficial. People long for feedback. They long to hear. Um, and I believe this will go a long way. Make it a place where there's a lot of communication, where there's a lot of people who have trust in their easily speaking out, understanding that people will listen to them, understanding that people will be able to help them out and they can grow and get further. So there are many benefits when we're investing to the people who are around us. You know, our organization is growing. There's a future. It's thriving. We're growing the leaders around us. Even if they don't stick around for too long, we played a vital role for them to grow, for them to learn. Uh, we're empowering young people, the generation uh, who's going to go further and do more. Uh, there's better collaboration. Now you don't have just one person yourself thinking about the problems and the issues. You have a whole team of people who can get together to solve the problems around. You can really show that a true leader, the best kind of leader, is a leader who can grow and multiply leaders like himself, who can grow and invest and show that he's able to accomplish so much more, not by himself, but with a group of talented people. So this is just my short little podcast uh, that I have today about uh, building the leaders around us, the importance of building the leaders around us, um, and the problems that arise if we don't, and the failure that happens in our organizations if we don't raise people around us. So may you guys have a good day. May God bless you guys. May uh, you guys be intentional about what you do to the people around you guys. Not just living life and thinking that they will catch on, but being intentional and investing, taking the long route, showing, teaching, sharing with people, understanding that we possess um, some very important experience and very important um, knowledge whom a lot of people can learn and save a lot of hassle in their life. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you very much.